Praise the Lord. Oh, we bless Jesus. We thank God for this beautiful morning when we can bring to remembrance the price that was paid by Jesus Christ, our Lord, and also the work that he has done for us, for which reason we rejoice in the eternal hope that we have in him. That I would like for all of us in our homes, as I bring you greetings in the name of Jesus, want you to know that what Jesus has done can never be repeated. It is something that no one else or anything else can ever happen that will be able to take care of what Jesus has done. We are talking about the resurrection. It is this resurrection that has given us hope. It is this resurrection that has given us the victory. If he had not woken up from the tomb, oh, brothers, sisters, in your homes, we would have been in trouble and our faith would have been in vain. And so this morning, I want you to rejoice and never feel as if there is nothing to rejoice about. There is so much to rejoice about this morning because Christ is raising, and I can hear you say he is raising indeed. Let's move into prayer right now, and then we will take the word of God. Heavenly Father, we worship and praise you for Jesus, our Lord, who died and resurrected on the third day against what the mind of man could not comprehend. Oh, what a beautiful thing it is for us also in our day to rejoice about this matter. Now that, O oh God, as we are rejoicing and celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, we are asking you to give us understanding and also asking that you would teach us and guide us so that we may accept and learn to walk with him, even in our day. Therefore, let your word have a free course as we share it this morning to the various homes and to the various brethren in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I quickly would like to read Matthew chapter 28 because of something that the Lord has brought to my attention that I think is very important for all of us, for myself, for you out there, so that we may not repeat those mistakes that were made. In Matthew chapter 28, we read from verse 1 to 8, and then we will take the 16 uh, to 17. In fact, what I'm going to do this morning is to read the account of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, briefly, in a short moment of time, so that we can take a very important lesson that the Lord is bringing our way. And so we start with Matthew chapter 28, verse 1, when the scripture says, Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and Adam Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothes as white as snow. And the gas shook for fear of him, and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. Praise the Lord. 
We continue. He is not here. For his reason, as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed he's going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Verse number 8 says, So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. Now, brethren, there's something very interesting that I would like for you to see here. The scripture we have just read is showing how the brethren were going to the tomb and going to look for Jesus without any hope or any such a message that they were expecting to meet at the tomb. But an angel had come from heaven, and the angel had already indicated that he's risen and quickly go back and tell the disciples of Jesus Christ. And so they set off. And so in verse number 16, it's very interesting. Now they have gone to their brethren and were telling them what they have met at the tomb. And quickly, uh, they were so excited wanting to hear. So the Bible says that then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. Verse number 17 says, And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Now, what is very important that I want to bring to your attention is the title of my message, which is, Blessed are those who believe. And I'm not talking about any kind of belief, but those who believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ the Savior. Interesting. Now, these brethren have gone quickly. They have informed their brethren that Jesus has resurrected. An angel has told us that we, we, we ought to meet him in Galilee. And so, when they got, they got to informing them on that, they quickly went there. To Galilee, and as they were discussing and telling them more about what they saw at the tomb, quickly himself, the Son of God, our Savior, appeared. What an interesting and exciting and joyful occasion that I thought everybody else was going to jump from their seats, rejoice and bless the Lord and, and shout and, and throw themselves on him. Something happened. In the verse number 17, the Bible says, And when they saw him, they worshipped him. Which is okay. But some doubted. Now, this issue of doubting, this issue of not believing, is what God would like for us to know in this occasion. Many of us have doubted a lot of things in our lives. Therefore, we had not seen the hand of the Lord. As I was waiting on the Lord on this uh, occasion to share with you, the Lord brought my attention particularly on this issue of lack of faith, not believing or doubting. And he said, go tell my people that they would have success in life into eternal life if they would believe me. Whatever I have said, if they can trust me to the end, it shall come to pass. And so, even when Jesus had appeared, brethren, can you imagine? Jesus had appeared. He was there. His figure has not changed. He didn't appear there as a black man. Neither did he appear there as a short 
or taller than he used to be. He appeared just as they had known him, except for those marks that were on him. And yet the Bible says, but some doubted. I can imagine how many a times you have read the word of God and you have been assured in your heart that, well, this is doable. And only to come to the point where you begin to have doubts in your mind. You begin to worry. When he says, don't worry, you begin to worry. I praise God, this resurrection. I want you to take hold of disbelief and begin to believe God based on everything that he has said. Hallelujah. Let's quickly have a look at what Mark also said. So we will take Mark's uh, report from Mark chapter 16, verse number 9 to 13. Very, very exciting and very interesting matter. The Bible says in the book of Mark, Now when he arose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they, ha- when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Can you imagine, brethren? Can you imagine, brethren? Let's continue to, to the verse number 13. It will help. And the verse number 12 says that after that he appeared in another form of two, in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. The verse number 13 says, and they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. I want you to see the number of times that this word, they did not believe, they did not believe, and they doubted. I want you to see the number of times that this appeared, so that you will begin to understand why we have not trusted God. You see, those brethren who are ahead of us, they were human beings like us. And so they are, they are our examples to follow. They have doubted him. They have disbelieved him. They have just not accepted him. The Bible says that. You know, Mark in reporting as well, said that when the report was told, they doubted it as well. Now, you see in Matthew, we have quickly seen how, how even Jesus appeared. And the Bible says some still doubted. Now, from the viewpoint of Mark as well, led by the Holy Ghost, he is also saying that, and they, they, they too did not believe either. You know, this kind of lack of faith, this kind of disbelief, is something that has lingered on and Satan had always taken advantage of it to distract us, to steal from us. We all know that without faith it is impossible to please God. We all know that a, a man who doesn't believe is like a wave of the sea. We all know that let, that man can never receive anything from the Lord. But I want you to know that this resurrection morning, as we are remembering that Jesus resurrected, I would like for you to rejoice and then bring yourself to this obedience to the truth of God's word that from this moment I am going to be a believer. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, And they went and told it to the rest. 
but they did not believe them either. I mean, when God brought the matter to me and said, Son, go through all the reports that were written about the resurrection from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you will come across this thing. And let me tell you something. It is a problem with all of my children, even those who are still living. That's why I'm asking you to go and tell them. So that you all unite your hearts and to believe the Lord. Brethren, let me tell you something. We are living in an age where even people can see and yet will not believe. People can, can have evidence of the power of God. That the, the authority and the victory and the healings and yet will not believe. Oh, dear brother at home, sister, may I tell you something? Never follow what you are seeing. Never follow what you are hearing. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And therefore, if you believe in him, you will never be put to shame. See how this thing is repeating itself. And I tell you, we need to rise up in faith. Especially those of us who have come to believe Him. Those of us who have come to accept that there is none like Him. He is the only one who died and resurrected. He is the only one that was said before He was born. That He shall be born and He will be killed on the third day He will rise. And He did that. Right from creation until now. It, uh, nothing has been written about any other man except the man Jesus who died and resurrected. And so this morning, I want you to look at something the Lord is bringing to our attention and decide that, oh, the power of the Holy Ghost through the Word of God will come to your heart, fire you up, so that after this celebration of His resurrection, you will rise up in faith and you will be a believer. Now we call ourselves believers, but it has become a name. But what it actually means is that you believe everything that, you believe everything about Jesus and you believe everything that He stood for. And you believe in Him, that with Him you can do great. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I want you to settle in this resurrection morning and let your faith rise up in you to say that from now on, I'm not going to be doubting. As a matter of fact, as you are even hearing the word of God, there is nothing wrong with you praying and saying, Lord, now I see myself. Sometimes I do all my calculations. I do all my plannings without you. And even when you have come in with your word, I still don't believe you. Oh, I repent from this sin of disbelief. I repent from this sin of doubt. So that, Lord, I ask that you would touch me, lift me up, so I can get to the point where I can believe you even to the death. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. If you can pray such a prayer in your heart, as you are traveling along with me in the word of the Lord, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that even as you are in your home, those of you who are desiring to be touched by the Lord, by faith in Him, you shall receive from Him. What you are hearing when you add your faith, or by mixing your faith to the word of God you are hearing, what I have not mentioned, the Lord has seen it, and it can even happen to you in the blessed name, Jesus Christ, who died and resurrected. 
You see, so Mark's account also gives us a vivid account. We are saying, you see, those people were not so different. They were people of the same body, of the same heart, of the same abilities like us. And so if they, they started behaving that way, it's a great lesson for us to learn so that we will begin to walk with the Lord according to faith in Him. Let's quickly also take the one from Luke as well. Very interesting report and interesting account. We'll take it from Luke chapter 24. And we'll be reading three sessions of Luke's account. Very important. We'll take verse number 10 and 11. Verse number 10 and 11. The Bible says, it was Mary. You remember that Matthew reported some women. Now... Here, Luke is giving the vivid account mentioning the names. The Bible says that it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and other women with them who told these things to the apostles. This time they qualify them called apostles, not disciples. Very interesting. But let's continue with the verse number, uh, verse number 11. The Bible says, and their words seem to them like idle tales. And they did not believe them. Ha! Now, according to Luke's report, these people have graduated from discipleship into apostleship. Because that's what the verse number 10 said. And yet, when the women were reporting that we have been told by the angel, the Lord himself has met us, and he said that we should come and tell you that we meet in, 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 in Galilee. Yet the Bible says that they did not believe them. Ha! Huh, brother, I'm sure that you are now beginning to see how many times the word of God had been preached from the pulpit. And somehow, some way, you just didn't believe it. You thought that, well, it is one of those things I needed to be in church and I'm, I have come to church. What this Reverend Dennis or others are saying, is it really true? Will it work? I want you to know that what has stopped you from receiving from the Lord Jesus Christ is the same thing that we are reading from here when the Bible says, they did not believe them. I pray in the name of Jesus, the spirit of doubt should leave your life alone. And brother, accept the word of the Lord and believe it. You see... These people have become apostles. I know most of you, you know that. Uh, that's why people even take upon themselves the titles. If somebody has graduated to be an apostle, he is not a child. He has been discipled. He had gotten to the point where God himself has given him a gift and an ability to stand in and to be able to do things that ordinary person could not do. And yet... When the people brought the report, the women, the wonderful women, brought the report, coming to establish that, hey, we should not be crying. You remember Luke's account? Luke was also talking about the fact that they were even weeping. They were, they were in secret. They were not happy. And yet when the message came, they would not accept it. I'm sure maybe you may be weeping about something. I'm, I'm sure you may be worried about something. I'm sure you may be disturbed. Oh, the Lord is saying through His Word that I should announce it to you. Only believe me and I will get it settled for you in the name of Jesus. Brother, let's learn together this matter. 
So that after this celebration of our dear and loving Jesus, who resurrected, for which reason we are celebrating and bringing into memory, vividly, wanting to walk accordingly, we will do it to honor him. They did not believe them. May you not be a doubter. May you be a believer. May I say to you, brother, all of your worries had been to the fact that you have not believed what had been preached over the years. All of your worries and your discouragement had happened, not because there is any mighty spirit, demon, or whatever you may call. The problem had been that you have not believed. Let's continue in this Luke chapter 24 as well. I said that Luke gave three different accounts on that. We will quickly go to the 24 to 27 and see verse number 24 to 27 also and see what the scripture is bringing. The Bible says, And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb, found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Now let me quickly explain something here before I go further. When they brought the report to them, and then there were two other men who were going to their village because they had been with the, 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 the rest of the disciples or the apostles. And the women came and reported to them. They only took the reported speech and they felt that, well, it was getting late. Let's go. In, in the discouragement nature, in the downheartening nature, in the worrying mood, two of the brothers decided to go to their, their village by name Emmaus. They were walking and Jesus appeared to them as well. And Jesus saw their sorrow and everything. And so that's what we are reading about so you can get a full story. Now let me continue where I stopped. In the verse number 25, Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow to heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Verse number 27 says, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures things concerning himself. Now you see, these brethren as well on their way when they were so discouraged and worried. And I want you to know something. This our Lord Jesus Christ, He is Lord. He is so concerned. You see how Jesus was appearing to the individuals, each one of them, trying to put them together, trying to cleanse them with the, with the spirit of faith, trying to renew them to say, listen, there is no need to put on sackcloth of disbelief. There is no need to be so defeated. There is no need. The thing has happened. I, the Messiah, your Lord and the only one, I have resurrected. So you see, Mary Magdalene, who had seven demons casted out of her, Jesus appeared to her. In fact, we don't even have time for me to talk about that. You see, no matter your background, no matter where you are coming from, once the blood of Jesus has sanctified you, you have been sanctified. And you qualify to interact with him. Jesus never looked down on that woman. And that woman was one of those few privileged ones 
who even saw Jesus just as a, as a very, at a very good time when he has resurrected from the tomb with power. He didn't even go to the apostles. He went to Mary Magdalene and said, My daughter, I want you to know this, that I have resurrected. Go tell my brethren. Oh, may, may I tell you something? You may have been somebody without hope. You may have been even be a woman. You may have had a name before such as a harlot. You may have been a, a woman who was nobody. May I tell you something? If you gave your life to Christ, you have been sanctified, you have been made whole, and the Lord's eye is on you. If this morning you will rise up in faith, you will see the glory of the Lord. If you will believe Him, no matter your situation, maybe some man has disappointed you. You are so broken. May I say to you, rise up and look up unto Jesus. He will accept you the way you are if only you can put your whole trust into Him. If only you would trust Him and you would trust the Word of God that is coming to you, you will be turned to become a different person. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's take the last bit of it from Luke as well. This time we will take it from verse number 36 to 41. When Jesus now appears even to them now. A very interesting thing here. Now as they, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. Wow, what a salutation. But they were terrified and frightened and, and suppose they had seen a spirit. Ah! Saints, Jesus has appeared to them physical. Has not changed in his appearance by way of body. The Bible said they were thinking that, oh, a ghost has come into our midst. You see how the mind works? Ah, I pray that you will cast down your mind and renew it with the holy word of God. But they were terrified and frightened. Suppose they had seen a spirit. Verse number 38. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do you doubt? Uh, excuse me, let me go over it again. And why do, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Why are you allowing doubts to arise in your heart? Verse number 39. Behold, my hands, my feet, that is, it is I myself. Come and handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bone as you see, I have. Jesus was even so shocked about themselves. The way their thinkings were working. And he said, listen, it is me. The one that you have known. 
the one that has been with you all this period, come and feel me. If you want to use the physical, it's alright. I am here also in the body. Come and feel me. Brethren, I see something that Jesus is pointing it out. The Son of God does not like doubts. I pray in the name of Jesus. Those of us who have result in seeing, believing. If only I can see, I will believe. Let me tell you something. We are not in the faith. Or nor are we in a situation where seeing matters. Jesus now is saying something very important. Behold my hands, my feet, that it is myself. Handle me, see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bone as you see me. Let's continue in the verse number 40. And when he has said this, he showed his hands and feet. Number 41. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? Oh, blessed be Jesus. When he should have just, you know, Jesus has a feeling. When he should have just disqualified them and just said, bunch of idiots. Even when you, 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 you are seeing me, you still don't believe. He was very patient with them. He said, ghost or spirit does not eat. Bring me fish. Bring me something to take for you to know that I am alive. Christ is risen and he is risen indeed. Praise the Lord. Dear brother, dear sister, I want you to note something very important. You have been a believer for too long and I can see your faith has been up and down. Some of us even stop fellowshipping from time to time. The reason is because we don't believe. The reason because we have allowed Satan to say to our minds, Is it really true? I know that you ought not to be surprised. Even the very people who were with him for three and a half years. Even the very people who were with him and, and some of them, sometimes when they are tired and he throws himself on the ground, some of them will put their heads on his chest. Some of them will kneel. Some of them will touch him. Even they themselves too were, were behaving the same way. So I can understand. But God says, I should come and tell you from his word, that you are no different from them. But this is to serve as a good example for you and I, that if those people could, be, could not believe the Lord continuously like this, and they were rebuked and corrected, then you and, I have, you and I have no reason to continue in that kind of lifestyle. Blessed be the name of the Lord, that you and I have good examples to follow. Oh, I want you to know, brother, we can believe the Lord for everything. We can believe, to, we can believe Him to serve Him faithfully, sincerely, in the purity of the Spirit, Looking forward to his coming again. We can absolutely do that. We can do that. 
Some of us have grown to the point where we have become so intelligent that in everything now, we are calculating because we know that by this, by that, by that, one plus one is two, two plus two is four. Now, we've gotten to that point that although some of us are still calling ourselves believers, the truth of the matter is that we are believers based on the fact that we can calculate and put it together. But the Lord says that must come to an end. Praise the Lord. And so, the Bible is telling us something that has been reported by Matthew, was reported by Mark, was also reported by Luke, as we have seen. We'll be getting to John's account very soon. But you see that consistently, we see one of the biggest challenges of our time is faith in the Son of God. Faith in the Word of God. Faith in the promises that He has given unto us. You may have been suffering a lot of things. You may have even a situation as I'm talking right now. And it has caused you to such an extent that you simply do not believe. May I say to you in the name of Jesus Christ who resurrected. Stop doubting brother. And come along. And let us believe with the Lord. Do you know that the Bible says that. There is those of our brethren who took the lead. Who are now in heaven watching us. The Bible says some of them even believed to the point that they did not receive the promise, but they died in their belief. May you be a believer like that, in the name of Jesus. This up and down that we have been having in our faith, we are not consistent. When the Bible has declared that the lump must be burning every time, sometimes some of us, we, we, we have so much faith and we become wonderful brethren. Another time, we lose all the faith and become like unbelievers. From this moment, may it not be like that anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that you may believe Him. Let's quickly go into the book of John. Take John's account as well. John 20, verse 24 to 29. John 20, 24 to 29. John is also giving his account. Now the Bible says that earlier on if we had time we would have read. But Jesus had made his appearance to his disciples when some of the brethren were not there. Especially brother Thomas. And so he has been told, let's read what happened. Now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve. See, the Bible talks about twelve apostles. He was one of them. One of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. You remember the account that we have just read from Luke? At the time that Jesus came to visit them, that they still had doubt. As for Thomas, he wasn't there at all. Now the Bible says, The other other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the prince of the news, And put my finger into the prince of the nails. And put my hand into his side. The hole. The the pierce hole. I will not believe. Ha! And after eight days. His disciples were again inside. And Thomas with them. Jesus came. The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. 
a child of God, I pronounce peace to you in your home on this resurrection day in the name of Jesus. Then he said to Thomas, reach your, your finger here. Look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Praise the Lord. Dear one, now listen to me. This is the climax of the message. You and I never saw him. These people who even were with him, slept with him, ate with him, did everything with him. They doubted him. Now, we should have said that these people should have been more believers than ourselves. Because as we say sometimes, let me feel you. They felt Jesus and yet did not believe him. But Jesus knowing that you and I will be born in such a time like this. When we will have the opportunity also to receive him as our Lord and King and Savior. And walk with him. He decided that because of what Thomas has said. Thomas should not have been a doubter. That's why he told him. That's why he told him that don't be unbelieving, but be believing. In the verse number 27, if I may read that again. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here. Look at my hand. Reach your hand here and put it into my side. Then he said, do not be unbelieving, but believing. Now, the point that I'm making is that. If somebody like Thomas, who was even one of the twelve, who was also given with power to cast out demons and to raise the dead when they were dispatched to go and preach the gospel, and they came back with a report saying that, Lord, the demons were subjected to us in your name. Such a brother who had had such an experience and still doubted Jesus, because of that kind of doubt, the Lord decided to release a blessing to anybody like you and I who had never seen him, neither in vision or by revelation or by dream. If we believe him, he says that blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. To my little understanding, you and I have a better standing with the Lord. If only we will believe, a little action of our faith will produce results. And so this morning, in your homes, although the world is experiencing something that has never happened to us in this generation, may I announce to you that your faith in the Son of God will take you out of every suppressing spirit by demons 
and by the powers of darkness because you have faith in him. I want you to know that after this, if you will believe and agree with me in prayer, it shall be done for you in the name of Jesus. For he said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You and I, we are witnesses of the fact that we haven't seen. We did not feel him. We did not touch him. And yet we believe. Blessed be Jesus. I want you to know right now. The Lord can visit you wherever you are. The Lord can break everything that has seemed to have sat on you for too long. The Lord can assure your heart right now. That you have not believed in vain. The Lord is releasing to you. That you must continue in this faith. He is all that you need. He is all that you must live for. He is all that you must hang out with. He is all that you should allow to dominate your heart. I speak in the mighty name of Jesus. Cracking down every entanglement and evil around you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Release the people of God. Because we believe. Satan take your hand off. Demon spirit get out of the way. Because you don't have power. Jesus resurrected. On the third day. And he is the one who has set us free. Therefore in your homes. Receive and welcome Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus. And allow him to do as he pleases with your life. In Jesus name. Once again I want, to, I want you to be reminded. Blessed are those. Who have not seen. And yet believe. We are not greater than the apostles. In any way or form. But I can tell you that. There is a credit of faith. If only you will rise up to it. It will let you be able to do things that are greater. No wonder himself he also announced that those who believe in me, they will do greater works. He was referring to we of the, of the end of the time who had come to believe him. This morning I want you to rejoice. Christ is resurrected and resurrected indeed. Shout it out that I believe. Let's say it together, I believe. Lord Jesus, I believe. Therefore, attend to my heart and do your will. Oh, we are so glad to have come your way and to let you know that it's a resurrected morning. It's a morning that we can remember that there was a time Jesus died and that people have lost hope, but he resurrected. And they still had some doubts. But you and I, we don't have it anymore. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would hang on to this truth and walk in it, speak it, believe it, and you will see the hand of the Lord. Do not allow Satan to speak to your mind. Do you know something? He was speaking to the minds of those people who even saw him to such an extent that when they could even see him vividly, they would still say, Ah, is it true? May you not be like that. You know, one of the things I have found, as I study scripture, God gets very upset with anyone who does not believe him. That is why he gave the credit to his son Jesus, who is Lord. 
and said, Bless those who have not seen and yet believe. May you be a believer as we move on. Now let me tell you, as I bring the message to a close, the whole world now is so much afraid. The whole world now is under bondage of fear. But you in your homes, may you not doubt. Because it is Jesus who is with you. May you not be dismayed. May you simply believe the Son of God. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you resurrected. Now we believe. We believe that you are coming back again. Therefore, we will walk aright by allowing you to walk through us. So that, Lord, we will continue to be in an expectancy when we will see you one of these days and be caught up with you. Child of God, as I have prayed for you in the name of Jesus, may you now continue to believe and never doubt. May you now continue to serve the Lord in the spirit of faith, in the spirit of humility, in the spirit of righteousness. You know, it is not by might nor by power. Himself is present with you. He is going to help you to be able to do it. And I can assure you, your days coming will be better if only you will believe and continue to look forward to His coming. God bless you and keep you. And Christ is raising, He is raising indeed. Amen.